Welcome back to the Let's Argue podcast, brought to you by HHWR Builders, centered around college football and much, much more. Here are your hosts, Jason Cody Morris, Zeke Shivers, and Jackson Beckham. Gentlemen, it's time to argue. And we're back with another college football episode. College football season has come to an end, but I think I could talk about college football from August to August. Man, I love it. It's got to be the best thing that I enjoy doing. Uh, maybe maybe playing it, playing sports, but talking about college football is so much fun. Boys, we're all finally back together, and we're talking about one of the greatest sports we've seen on TV, God. college football. I'm so glad that we are back together ready to talk about college football. And uh, we're going to, just for you listeners, we're not going to lose you in these episodes. We are going to break up and make a couple of different college football episodes so that you can go and listen and still be still follow along pretty easily. Um, so like JC said, we want to kind of denote this this episode to our to the bowl games uh, outside of college football playoffs. We're going to talk about all the bowl games right here. But um, Jackson, what's up, bro? What's going on, guys? It feels great to be back uh, talking about the best kind of playoffs or event of the year, in my opinion, the college football playoffs and college football bowl games. So I'm really just ready to dive right on into it. Many people say bowl season and bowl games don't matter. I tell you what, for these smaller schools, and especially schools that are just now getting bowl eligible, bowl games mean something. Recruiting-wise, whether it's a win that helps them or even a coach, it may help him get a raise and keep his job. Bowl games mean something to somebody in every game. So, I mean, you can start from the bottom, from UAB Miami, or go all the way to the top to the New Year Six. Bowl games mean something to somebody from top to bottom. Oh, yeah. Recruiting especially. Recruiting, NIL, I mean, God, bowl games, like you said, they just have, they just have such an immense impact on, you know, the amount of players that – enter the transfer portal and do this. I mean, so many players you see enter the transfer portal after getting, you know, beat in bowl games. And, God, if you can go out there and you can win and especially win a good bowl game, man, I mean, why would you want to transfer? So, like you said, huge impact. And uh, there's definitely some games this year where we didn't expect, you know, teams to get beat yes. the way they did. Yes. So, um, without further ado – yeah, I'm going to start from the bottom. Or as I bottom, I mean worst bowl games. And we'll just kind of mention <laughs> what happened. And then on the big games, y'all just chime in if you want to say something about those games. But um, the first game was Miami, Ohio, and UAB. UA beats Miami, Ohio 24-20. to UTSA and Troy was interesting. I'll stop right here. It's the second bowl game we watched on TV. UTSA was uh, their champions of their conference. Troy was champions of the Sun Belt. They went at it. Um, what a good game it was. Troy 18, UTSA 12. Um, a great game, especially kickoff bowl season, as it was early on like December 16th or something like that. So very interesting game to start off bowl season. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in UTSA. They've been – we've seen them be kind of electric this college football season. Um, you know, Troy's not a bad team whatsoever, though. Troy, they, they put up a good amount of points. But for them to – I did not expect their defense to hold UTSA to 12 points. It is hard for any team, period, to hold another team to 12 points. So – Props to uh, Troy, and like I said, this is this is a big game for you know one of these mid-major type schools. They can start getting a couple okay recruits and some good boys and some good transfers. But really, what it what it does for a team like Troy was it prevents players from leaving mm-hmm. because most of your transfer guys are from schools like Troy. But you go and you win a bowl game against a ranked team. I mean, shoot, yeah, 
Jackson, you caught the Sun Belt Fun Belt, man. You had to enjoy this game. I really did. You know, UTSA, like you said, Zig, has been very electric at times this year, as we've seen. But, you know, Troy has shown some sparks of being worthy of being ranked, uh, worthy of winning the Sun Belt. Um, so, if I'm not mistaken, were they ranked? Or was it an unranked uh, they were 20, It was 24 oh, yeah, 25. It was 24 25. So, you know, Troy, like, I'm happy they won. Some about Fun Belt always got to represent. You know, it was exciting to watch. Not too high of a scoring game, but nonetheless, it was a good way to kick off bowl season. Can I please introduce the next game? Yes, you can, because I had no idea this was going to happen. And mind you, the head coach had already <laughs> left his team, and they still won. I'm going to talk about Oregon State in Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll go there first. I, I, I just have to go there. As a Georgia Bulldog, I have to go there. I was thinking of Cincinnati-Louisville, but we'll go there yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll talk about the Wasabi-Fenway Bowl in just a second. But Florida and Oregon State, first of all, disrespectful to Oregon State for putting them in the distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Yes. They were, Oregon State is a great football team, okay? Beat Oregon, beat other ranked teams, finish the year 14, and they get, they get rewarded to, by playing the Florida Gators. They get rewarded bef- to a bowl game before Christmas. Now, here's the jokes. Florida State – I mean, sorry, Florida is also the same team. <laughs> Don't get those mixed up. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Florida is also the same team <laughs> that beat Utah at the beginning of the year who was the Pac-12 champion. But that's crazy. That That's insane to me. Okay, but we've seen – Is the Pac-12 Florida, that bad or was that just, that was just Utah a, first game that, of the year? That was a Georgia-Missouri type thing. It's got to be. But anyways, Florida – goes and gets beat 30-3 to three against Oregon State. And like I said, Oregon State is a good football team. As a dog fan, I'm not complaining. But, but Florida, ahead. what in the Helen Keller happened? They had to be playing like Helen Keller out there. 30-3 to three is an absolute abomination. And it may you may say 27 points. Bro, holding somebody to three points is so disrespectful. Like, can we kick them out of the SEC this year? Like, just for one year, just to let this <laughs> kind of wear off and not damage our reputation. But I'm trying to – I always play devil advocate. If people that listen, they always know I go to the flip side. It was disrespectful for Oregon State to be in this game in the first place. They finished the game – they I finished agree. the season 10-3, and three, the 14th-ranked team in the country, and they had to play the Florida Gators who finished 6-7. and seven. Yeah. So, first off, they shouldn't even play in Florida. Mm-hmm. And to help Florida – their starting quarterback wasn't playing, which didn't help at all. So, one, they were playing a team they shouldn't have been playing. Secondly, they didn't have their starting quarterback. But Oregon State, I am a round of applause to you. Thank you for tearing the Florida Gators up like them Georgia boys are used to doing. I mean, it's embarrassing. Like, God, I, just, I just don't understand. Like, Oregon I – mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, Oregon State could have gone and played somebody like Arkansas, and you could have had Florida and Kansas play or something, you know. But, no, they, they play – before school even gets out for students, and God, what a what a terrible job by by the the bowl pickers, whatever they you want to call them. Really a disrespectful game, you know. Oregon State says, you know, all right, you want to put us in this bowl that we think we should be better in, and all right, we're going to show you that we need to be in a better bowl. So they just put a beat in on the Florida Gators, which, like you said, just see, I'm very happy to see any day yeah. of the week. And so, you know, it, it wasn't too much fun of a game to watch. It was really one-sided, but, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes you get ball games like that where one team really didn't deserve to be there and they just beat the crap out of the, their opponent. And so I guess this year it was the SRS distribution Las Vegas Bowl <laughs> with Oregon State and Florida. But, you know, overall, I mean, Oregon State handled it and they came up with a win as they deserved to. Yeah. Now, we won't go too in debt to 
all these bowl games. But we will move on. You, we, we're going to talk about the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, Cincinnati versus Louisville, who I picked Cincinnati to win because I like Cincinnati football there. I mean, Georgia played them a couple years back, and they gave us a game. We were missing a ton of players, but they still gave us a game. Um, Cincinnati's not a bad football team whatsoever. I, I agree, and I picked Cincinnati also. But what I didn't know is that their head coach, I knew he got hired. I didn't know he was leaving. Yeah. He, he was on the sideline for the Wisconsin football – I mean, for the Wisconsin bowl game. Yep. I don't think I've ever seen that before. I don't think I have either. Now, we did see Louisville, though, this year. Louisville had a couple good games, but Louisville also has really bad games. And, you know, I guess everything was just clicking. But like I said, the same thing applies to Florida. Holding somebody to one score – in a bowl game is crazy to me because it's not like Cincinnati had ten people declare for the draft. So yeah. it's like who was who was missing? I mean Was their head coach Luke Fickle that much? Was he was he that or, important to the team? And if he is, Wisconsin may be a heck of a football program if he was that important. Yeah. But well the next game <laughs> well, I didn't expect you were, either. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, I think you picked it. Oh wait, no, no. The, oh yeah, you're talking about yeah, okay. I did yeah. pick this. Yeah. The cricket celebration bowl, was Dion looking ahead or did he just get beat? North Carolina Central beats Jackson State in overtime 41 to 34. Man, like JC said, I was at this game and it was such an entertaining football game. I um no I mean North Carolina Central for the second year in a row just straight up outplayed Jackson State. They wanted it more. And honestly, I, you know, we talk about Dion a lot, but I think with this game, Dion playing back in Atlanta, there was so much media, and it's always been like this since Dion went to Jackson State. The amount of media building up their heads, I feel like it just pissed off North Carolina Central because North Carolina Central is sitting here and they're like, "Bro, what about us? We beat these, we beat these Suns last year. You know what? We're gonna come in to Atlanta where." Every Jackson State fan in America lives, besides Jackson, Mississippi, and we're going to skunk these boys again. And Jackson State had to pretty much come from behind in the second half, and yes, they sent it into overtime. Heck of a game, though. Heck, heck of, of a game. Heck of a game. But And I'll say this. One takeaway from this game is Deion Sanders' son won't do a thing at Colorado. Hmm. Interesting. He is not. He is not an FBS starting quarterback. The way he played in that game was just. I he, could, it'd be hard to see him be really successful at a team like Colorado State and how they're poised to be next year. And so I just don't think he can. If he plays like he did in that, in that not a championship, but that that bowl game, then I don't won't be. He threw. Close. He threw some good balls. But let me tell you something. One thing I do know about Colorado, they ain't got a good O line. And another thing I know about Colorado is they play in the Pac-12. And although Pac-12 defenses may not be superior, they still going to come after him. So, that's all I had to say. He was he was not impressive. I'm interested to see what Travis Hunter does at Colorado. He played a heck of a ball game. But FBS is so astronomically different from HBCU ball. And like I said, there's some good talent on that North Carolina Central team. But if you just watch the game, the speed of the game and the difficulty of the game, it's like rookie mode and all pro if you play a Madden 22. I'm, I'm still pondering on what you said about his son because he didn't show me much, but the staff that Dion's hired, can they develop him? It's really going to put into question of how well they can coach him. How well did he hire people? 
Because can, we're going to see what he did. How better does he? How much better does he? Can get? they develop him into a legit quarterback in six months and this surround guy, another? This guy people? ain't going to be no Heisman contender. Well, no, at no, all. No, he's not going to be no Heisman contender at all. But can he be a Anthony Richardson like you know middle of the pack quarterback, or can he be? But this is why this an is Emory why Jones quarterback. He has to be the quarterback for Colorado to be successful. If it's Shadur Sanders or if it's you know. Tom Brady, they have to be good because the Pac-12 is such an offensive conference. Every team in the Pac-12 is going to come out and try and put up 60 on you. And a lot of teams, I'd be willing to say eight out of the eight out of the 12 Pac-12 teams average over 30 points a game. And Colorado was not one of them. So for Colorado's defense – and Travis Hunter may fill in some gaps on the defense. He might. And they have, may have some other dudes they bring in that fill in some gaps on defense. But, I'm just saying, if I'm Dion, he's playing both sides of the ball for me. But there is a lot more to cover than one receiver in the Pac-12. And so for Colorado to be good this year, they have to be able to put up the same amount of points as these offensive powerhouses. And I'm not sure if Shadir Sanders can do that. But we'll move on. Yeah, and like we said, we're not going to go dive too deep into every bowl game. But the next one is just as interesting. Washington State gets it handed to them by Fresno State. And Where I did picked, this come from? I picked Fresno State. I don't know what it is. And I, th- I literally, the only thing I know about Fresno State is that Paul George went to college there. That's the only thing I know. Washington State's not a bad football team, though. Definitely played a better season than Fresno State. But – for some reason, I watched the Clippers and Paul George was playing, and I said, I'm going to pick Fresno State. So, Jake Hayter, he showed that he can be a pretty legit quarterback. You know, he balled out against a pretty solid Washington State team. And I, Fresno State was, what, 10 and – or they were 9-4 and four before this bowl game. And so, to finish 10-4. and four, So, I mean, they've been successful all year. Washington State was 6-7-4. or seven and four, So, I mean – Well, what also helped Fresno State – is that they have a 1,400-yard rusher in Jordan Mims, and he put up over 200 after this game or wow. for this game. Wow. So that rushing attack definitely, definitely helped him look good. Maybe he had something with SoFi Stadium. I'm not going to say what happened in the national title game. You guys all know. But yeah. the same type of game happened before the national title. <laughs> yep. Yep. So maybe it's just something with SoFi Stadium. Look, another – I mean, six points. Holding the team to six points is crazy in a bowl game. It just blows my mind. I mean – one team came out to play, another team absolutely did not. But complete domination in a postseason game, yeah. whether it's a bowl game it's or crazy. a playoff game. It's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. So next next game, you know, I want to bring it up. I already booked my hotel room for the national championship in Houston next year. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about Houston. We're gonna talk about Rice University, which is right beside Energy Stadium where the national championship will be held next year. Rice plays goes and plays Southern Miss. I picked Rice in this game for an upset, but Southern Miss took care of business. Frank Gore Jr. He's an animal. Like, he is – he's really good. To be an – like, I guess you would say undersized because he's a little on the shorter end for a running back playing in a small school like Southern Miss. I hope he gets a a shot at the NFL, just, you know, follow his dad's footsteps. But um, Southern Miss took care of business against Rice. I can't uh, can't lie, I didn't really watch – the watch this game. I didn't sit there in front of a TV, but I did have it kind of going on and kept watching a little bit of it. But 
Uh, Southern Miss took care of business, and I thought um, I, th- I think I picked Southern Miss actually. Well, for these smaller games, I need to start picking teams that I know somebody who graduated from there because actually Dunas might play basketball at Southern Miss. And like I said, I know a Paul George at Fresno, so maybe next year that's what I'll do. Yeah, maybe team, that's your way to go. If, if I know somebody who went there, I'm just going to pick them in these games that don't matter. Um, next up was the New Mexico Bowl. BYU beats SMU 24-23. to Actually, a great ball game. Um, next was the Frisco Bowl. Boise State takes care of North Texas 35-32. to So the first two days of bowl season were – That was not, a great yeah, game. There's nothing more you could ask for for the first two days of bowl season. Yeah. And then the next – Game on December nineteenth, day three, um, Marshall takes care of UConn twenty eight to fourteen. So yeah, I picked Marshall because I great because they have a movie. Yeah, <laughs> my, my aunt's a background actor in that movie. Yeah, great, I've seen her. A, that's a great pick to have. I've seen her. Trust me. <laughs> She's a married woman. <laughs> I'm kidding, but she is she is pretty. So so is your mom, Jackson. Hey. <laughs> I'll say it once, I'll say it again about the Sun Belt. Sun Belt Fun Belt. <laughs> the only thing I know UConn for is women's basketball. I didn't even know they had a football team before this Gino year. Gino Oriyama don't coach football. Don't Obviously coach not. Football. Larry would have won this game. Look, hey, but hey, the Myrtle Beach Bowl ain't nothing like it. Dirty, <laughs> look, dirty water. And Conway, that? South Carolina. Yeah, dirty, dirty water and murders. That's Myrtle Beach. It should be called Murder Beach. But um, the next next day that was bowl games was the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. <laughs> Eastern Michigan destroys San Jose. And State. what teams to represent that famous Idaho? Potato yeah, I know. Bowl. Right? Eastern Michigan and San Jose State. Forty-one to twenty-seven, and then the wow. Boca Raton Bowl. Yeah, Toledo beats Liberty twenty-one to nineteen. Another. Great ball game. Another great ball game because this is a Liberty team who we were talking about as a top 15 team three weeks and four weeks into the season. Like, golly, Liberty was – I remember me and Jackson vividly sitting in the room saying, why is Liberty not ranked? Yeah. Why is Liberty not ranked? Hey, but we – And then they get beat. Hey, but look, we know a guy – I picked Toledo because I know a guy, or Davis's cousin, yeah, goes exactly. to Toledo. Yeah, so I, I picked Toledo. I'm telling you, this is my strategy. I'm that's all, the, yeah, I'm, that's I'm the way to go. I'm picking small schools that I know somebody that goes there, or I know somebody that knows somebody that goes there. If, yeah, that's my strategy. Next. Uh, next is Western Kentucky to, to straight up takes care of business okay. in South Alabama. Let me pause this real quick because I don't know not a thing about Western Kentucky. I know they took care of business. But I know their quarterback, Austin Reed, and he put up 497 yards against South Alabama. What a game. I didn't watch this game, but I'm sitting here looking at their logo. They got a heck of a logo. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this is – so I don't know if y'all know who uh, Austin Reed is, but I figured this out a couple games back. He actually leads the country in yards this year with a 4,744 yards. He's really good. He, he threw for 40 touchdowns and only threw 11 picks. So um, his QBR is terrible. Yeah, it's not horrid. It's it's sixty nine. It's not horrid. It's that top nice. It's not that great. <laughs> it's, it's, a but it's, great. <laughs> it's a great. But it's better than Spencer Rattler. Oh, sorry. Anyways, <laughs> had to throw that in there. <laughs> no, but look, four hundred ninety seven yards. Crate forty forty eight hundred yards in a season. Crazy. That, that reminds me of the Western Kentucky quarterback last year, Bailey Zappi, who's yeah. now in the, in- the Patriots. He led the country in yards. Look, I, I picked Western Kentucky because. I know somebody that got offered by the Hilltoppers. Just saying. I I know somebody that also got offered by South Alabama, but my dad almost went to play golf there, and he said that it's not a good school, so I just didn't pick it. Yeah, but my dad, My dad influenced that game, honestly. I think the next game is more interesting. Air Force Shocking. beats Baylor what? by 15 points. Okay. Hear me out. For y'all's picks, 
I picked Baylor. For my own bowl that I was in, my own bowl thing, I picked Air Force. My cousin actually played football for four years, Air Force. Yeah, so, you just got to go with that next time. I'm, it's, I'm telling you. I think you should do that for March Madness, too. Yeah. I, ooh. <laughs> That's the best way to go. Look, yeah. look, we, we just got done talking about how basketball is so different in football. Yeah. So, look, look, look. I don't know. But Air Force, way to come out and freaking, you know, not get pansied. Thank you for your service. About Air Force. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for your service. You Heck. not only serve our country, but you just serve the Big Twelve. I say, if any like airplane pilots, like in you know, an army, go to war, I think our country wins. Yeah. Because you know, clearly they have some fight. And I didn't. I, I didn't watch this game, but it's I was a defensive beatdown. I love it. I didn't watch it, but I looked at it, like looked at it after. I was like. Am I reading this right? Like yeah. Air no, Force? Nobody what? even put up two hundred yards. Like it was a defensive beatdown. Oh yeah. Christmas Adam, Houston beats Louisiana twenty three to sixteen. The re- Wake Forest beats Missouri by ten points. Yeah. Two well, good games again. But look, Wake Forest. Well, I, I picked Wake Forest, but this is the Wake Forest team whose offensive coordinator is one of the best in the country. And Wake Forest, one thing they know how to do is put up points. But look, this is also a Missouri team that was Dang good defensively against Georgia. So, Missouri mm-hmm. gave them a fight. Um, if Miz- Honestly, I'll put it like this. If Missouri had a half-decent offense, I think they'd be a top-16 this year in the SEC. I guess this is what happens when you get rid of Sam Hartman. You win games. And so, I guess Wake Forest – I mean, Wake Forest is – I mean, they've played really good all year. They've played – they've competed when oh, they yeah. needed to and won when they needed Wake to. Wake Forest uh, beat Clemson, didn't they? It no, they gave him a fight. It was they lost. Oh, they lost part. No, it was fifty-one forty-five. I think. Yeah, it was yeah. close. It was overtime, but yeah. So I mean, I'm glad Wake Forest won. The I think we should. Bowl. Think we should yeah. also kick Missouri out of the SEC like Florida. Well, after we took Dom Lovett, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not complaining. They can stay right there. You know, we need to keep those connections going. Yep. Next, we have the Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. What a good game. What was it? We did the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Yeah, Christmas came early. Middle Tennessee and Matt Arizia University. Guess what? He knows somebody. I, I knew somebody. He knows somebody. Knows somebody yeah. I knew somebody. Y'all remember, y'all remember Fernando Ramirez, our Tiff County kicker? Oh, yeah. But he went to play at Middle Tennessee State. That's why I picked him. <laughs> He's got a connection to every team he's been. But Kawhi Leonard played at San Diego State, but Kawhi Leonard also lost in the finals a couple years ago, so I'm not picking him. <laughs> um, the day after Christmas, New Mexico State took care of Bowling Green. I don't then- know anybody at these two. Actually, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I picked, but Bowling Green does have a, I like, New Mexico a sick State. name for a college. Bowling Green, like, that's sick. Dude. Yeah, but they might have the worst color combination they, in college It's, it's atrocious. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like the Browns. Yeah. They don't even it's, have a it's logo. It's worse yeah. than the <laughs> It's <laughs> Talking about sick, I felt sick to my stomach after this next game because I wanted Georgia Southern to win so bad. And, and it was such a good game. And they had a chance to win. 23-21, to 21, they fall to Buffalo. I promise you I did not pick Buffalo. And the story behind this is the Georgia Southern quarterback, Kyle Van Treese, played four years at Buffalo. Like, he was there for four years. And he won the bowl game. He was in the same bowl game with Buffalo. Oh, really? And he won. Well, when he comes to Georgia Southern, this year, new program, new uh, head coach, and new Georgia Southern team, really. They changed their whole offense. But lose by two. I was in Nashville, Tennessee, watching this game, keeping all my updates, and I was heartbroken to see they lose by two. Bro, how about – you want to talk about Kyle Van Trees. When's the last time a Georgia Southern quarterback threw for 300-something yards? It had like, to be. Clay Helton, man. He's changing it up. 
Like that's crazy. Hail Southern. I don't Gata, think, baby. Go Eagles. I don't think that's ever happened. I don't that it, triple option was it's, there forever. It's yeah. I mean that's it, like it, it was good for a season or two and then it just That's crazy. Three, look at Georgia uh, Georgia Tech. They had the triple option for 352 yards for a Georgia Southern quarterback is unheard of. I mean, now, I th- honestly, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I think a 352-yard rushing game for Georgia Southern is more believable than the 352-yard yeah, passing game. I agree. I agree. Um, next was the first responder bowl. Memphis just God, takes care of Utah State. I Utah 30, State. 38 to 10. You didn't know not somebody from Memphis? Uh, well, no. Because I, I think a Memphis is a basketball school. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree. And plus, John Morant. John Morant is in Memphis. There's no way I'm picking them for football. Like, basketball only. Utah, okay. Utah look. What does Utah have? Think about three teams in Utah that are, are pretty good at college football. BYU, Utah State, and Utah. Somebody I'm bet just, on them to win the national championship this year. Oh, God. I saw that at the beginning of the year. What is wrong with them? They bet only, like, uh, maybe $1,000 or something, and the buyout was insane. Oh, yeah. Anyways, Next. Oh, Next. This game pissed me off. East Carolina, God, destroyed. I mean, like, never, never in question. Coastal Carolina, fifty-three to twenty-nine. What happened to Coastal Carolina? I this picked, was, I picked this East was Carolina. Team, this was a Coastal Carolina team that people were arguing to be in the college football playoff a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Bro, mm-hmm. Eastern Carolina. Now, let me not let me not twist things. East Carolina started off the, their season strong. Okay. Yes, they, they did. came out of NC they State. They were ranked at one point. They came out of NC State and showed them up at NC State. East Carolina was balling. But I picked Coastal Carolina, even though I knew somebody that went to Eastern Carolina. Oh, man. I picked Coastal Carolina because of their legacy. I was like, man, surely these are them same boys. I bet he was talking about ago. Pig that we went to East Carolina. Showing up. Yep. Pig. But also, also, one of my mm-hmm. mom's good friends played basketball at Eastern Carolina. And you still didn't go with him. I didn't go with him because this He's is a coastal. Yeah. It's a coastal Carolina team that, like I said, we was arguing not that long ago that they should be a top ten team in college football. These boys came out here and got spanked like I used to when I came home without my homework. Like, <laughs> yeah, they did. God. They 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 got whooped. God. But how about the fact that Luke Fickle, and like we just said, we've never seen it before, goes to a team. The same season he's hired, and he wins his bowl game 24-17 to 17 over a good Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State team. Uh, pause. I don't know if I'd call Oklahoma State good. They're better they, than Wisconsin. Yeah, they're better than Wisconsin. I feel like they should oh, be. Well, no. I mean, Oklahoma State might have had the most up-and-down season I've ever seen in college football. Honestly. That's valid, though. Honestly. I mean, did, That doesn't mean they're not a bad – that doesn't mean they're a bad football team, though. They're way too – I can't call an inconsistent team good. I'm sorry. I, I can tell you this. They're better than what, than Wisconsin is with a 10-day head coach. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I guess this is they're a be- lot of things to come, you know. I think I picked Oklahoma State for this game, even though I picked them – I think I picked them four weeks in a row this college football season. Yes, and I, I did lost, too. Yes. And I lost. Um, but the fifth time was a charm. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. You lost. Yeah. I, uh, I spent time <laughs> – Who won the bowl pick them? Um – the bowl pick em, it was Noah, right? Yeah, the bowl yeah. pick em on the ESPN was Noah Hill. Yeah. But between I us, I got, yeah, I got to tell you. Well, for this game, I actually did pick Wisconsin, and that's because I spent a month in Wisconsin in September. Oh, so my gosh. I had to, he has connections, people. It's, it's, look, I spent a month in Wisconsin. All my friends are in Wisconsin. 
I have no friends. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You can't also run Mansion with Wisconsin, so that's yeah. a, it's a great team to pick. Like, you can't rhyme anything with Oklahoma State except for Wisconsin clean the slate. So It's bars. Hey, that was kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Fickle, Fickle ate them Cowboys up for dinner. Yep. He mil- did, indeed. The military ball, UCF, Duke. I picked Duke. I have a connection to Duke. Hey, we all, we all know somebody at Duke. My good friend, Kate Anders. Shout out. And, but you know they Duke's been really good this year. I feel yeah. like they've they they've, they've been better. Around. They've been better. They're but they're, they're getting also played so good. They're getting year. more than thirty seven fans at a home game. So they're all yes. the basketball games. They usually. don't look. They don't have to put tarps over seats anymore. No, they don't. I don't think so. You know Duke's Duke's on the rise, especially their basketball team on the downfall. Duke's on the rise, but I did not see UCF only putting up thirteen points. This was a UCF team who we have seen can be amazing, but Gus Malzahn. national champions. But, Jackson, you're an Auburn fan. You know, Gus, Gus Malzahn. Malzahn. I don't know about an Auburn fan. I mean, I just don't hate Auburn. Gus Malzahn is quite simply not him. Not anymore. He, had, he, he had never was. Mo- he had moments where he was really good, but. I've had moments when I'm really good. Well, are you saying you're not him? Uh-huh. <laughs> Saying you're not him? Well, no, that'd be pretty ignorant, right? Yeah, I know, right? But but still, like I, it's UCF, a good team. Guess who's on? Questionably decent coach, you know. Look, but I, I'll say this: I he's be closer. He's a good enough coach to stay in college football. Yeah, he's a, he's a yeah. he's a good enough coach to keep a job. The spread but was only three. Will Gus Malzahn ever win a title game, a, a conference title game ever again? No, probably. But he won one. Huh? He did win one. He did. He did. He did. So, I mean, you got to give him his credit. There's not many coaches that have done that. Nope. But I was expecting a little more out of this UCF team. UCF, for a school of their caliber, has some of the most talent in the country. Mm-hmm. And we actually we actually know a guy at UCF from Tipton. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Katie McDaniel plays yeah. for UCF. Katie, you're on defense, so I can't really <laughs> – I can't really um, – Harp at you too much because you can't control the challenge score 13 points. But uh, what a disgrace. Sorry. Yeah. Next up, what I said before the bowl games, I said that this would be the best game this bowl season. And it might not have been the absolute best because I think Kansas and Arkansas was pretty damn good. But this was one of the best bowl games. And that is Oregon and North Carolina. Two, in my opinion, the two most evenly matched teams and the score did not let me down because Oregon beats USC and Drake May, who will be a first-round draft pick when he decides to go to the league. Oregon beats them by one point. Wow. Wow. Heck of a game. Heck it was. It was an amazing game. And like I said. Hey, I was just seeing something. Bo Nix has got odds to be the Heisman winner next year. Oh, my God. Give I me mean, a break. He – Compared to his time at Auburn this year, he did play pretty well. Oregon, he led Oregon to first-year head coach to yeah. do pretty good things. So he led Oregon to a couple blowout losses too. I'm I mean, sorry. I can. You're good enough. I can see like I see both sides of argument. He could definitely do. Jackson, are you saying he's a Heisman contender? I'm just saying he has good odds. I'm not saying he's a contender. My question for Bonix is my question for Bonix. Is are people going to talk about his age like they're complaining about Stetson's age next year, or does that only apply when it's you know Georgia? That's all I got to say because I feel like Bo Nix has been playing college football for how old is Bo Nix? 
He's he's what twenty. He's probably twenty three. Well, he had three 24. years at Auburn. He's married. I know that he, he is had married. Three years at Auburn, one year at uh, Oregon, and he's getting one Look, more. He is twenty two years old. So next season so he'll, he'll be twenty three. No, he'll, he should. Yeah. He should be. I was about to say he should be twenty three or twenty four next year. But look, here's the difference between Bo Nix and Stetson Bennett. And I don't want to get off on this rant on this little random tangent, but one of them has played nine years of college football for a D one program, and the other one was a walk on JUCO quarterback transfer, sat on the bench, back up, then started. Yeah, we're so, gonna get to him. So, uh, we're gonna, so we're um, get there. so um, Mr. Nix, I want to hear all the slander on your name when you don't do anything as opposed to what Stetson's getting right now. Because everyone's pressed that Stetson's 25 years old. But, um, you know, they're also the same 25-year-olds with no college degree. So That same um, Bo Nix that's got the Heisman odds, so does Drake May. And I think UNC was going to be a really good football team next year. But if they can get some defense. Exactly. <laughs> they, they, they're going to have to have some help. God. And uh, so is Lane Kiffin after he just got destroyed by Texas Tech, 42-25. to 25. Another bad showing by the SEC. What happened to Ole Miss? What happened to Ole Miss? Crumbled. Lane Kiffin happened. After that Alabama loss, you know, they were hoping they would be the third team in a row to beat Alabama this year. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if they lost their focus on Lane possibly going to Auburn, even though he just flirted with him. I don't I I seriously I don't know what happened. Ole Miss. Like this was an Ole Miss team that was what, number eight at one point? Did they beat Bama? Or they gave Bama a game? They gave Bama a game. No, they gave Bama a game until, like, the fourth quarter, and then Bama ran away with it. Yeah, anyway. Bama said, I'm Bama. But Bama had also lost two games before, Tennessee and LSU. So, I mean, Ole Miss was a pretty big deal. But, God, what happened? Jackson Dart, good quarterback, but what happened? What I think happened? it may have been something about these Mike Leach teams, you know, having, like, important wins. You know, Mississippi State obviously was close there for a little bit, and we'll get there, but, you know – Something about Texas Tech. I don't know what was like clicking for them, but goodness, them they showed out. Yeah, yeah, they did. They but, did uh, indeed. We can we can go ahead and move on to uh, December 29th, Who I I don't know which game I want to mention first because the, I mean this was a good day of games. Yes, I, it was. But we, let's start with a cheese it bowl. Okay, I was gonna start with the bad more bowlers because I didn't know I didn't know much to talk about Minnesota and Syracuse. But we'll start with the cheese it bowl, the Florida State Seminoles. Who let me say this? I'm gonna throw this out here. Florida State fans, I'm glad you're proud you won your bowl game. Yep. I'm, I'm glad. Yep. You have a reason to be happy. Yep. But oh, let me mind you. <laughs> but Yeah, there's a big cool. but in there. <laughs> let, let me mind you, you are supposed to be a top ten football program. That's what you said you were. Yep. Cause you you played in- a six and six Oklahoma team and won by three. Who? I'm not saying that that's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying if you're going to be a playoff contender team like you guys are saying you're going to be – you're going to have to handle these six and six teams a little bit better yeah. than a three-point win. Oh, yeah. Look, Jordan Travis, heck of a game, but still, to me. He's got odds to be the Heisman winner. He's Where's Brock odds, Bowers? He's got odds to be the Heisman, but I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Florida State, y'all, are, y'all probably had the best ten years in college football history in the 1990s. But get out of it's, get out of the 1990s. Get out of the 1990s. 2023. Charlie Ward ain't gonna be there forever. It, exactly. Mike Norvell is a good coach. He is the guy for the job. Oh, but oh, he's gonna win something for him. No, but nobody else is right now. So <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so Mike Norvell is your guy right now. But he's he's still got to he's got to prove something next year. Miami looking good. Clemson's gonna be Clemson. You got North Carolina coming back with 
a Heisman contending quarterback. You got Wake Forest, one of the like I said, one of the best offensive coordinators in the league. Who Wake Forest beat FSU this year? Florida State fans think they're going to beat Clemson next year in Death Valley. Well, I don't, I'm sorry, but Clemson, it is very possible. Clemson is not who I, they have to worry about. They go have sneak up teams that come and get them. We are like with it Louisville, Louisville sneak up team this year. Miami next year. I know you picked Miami Jackson this past year, and you were a clown for that. But Miami this <laughs> are year. Are we still on this? I thought that was like we. That was like two months but ago. Miami this year. I'm following their recruiting trail, and maybe maybe they'll be. They're a fixing Texas. their problem. They're I was probably. just looking in the future. Okay, like. <laughs> Miami is bringing guys back. Miami has their guy for the job. I'm not saying Miami is the best team in Florida, but Florida State is not some untouchable team, and Florida State, in my opinion, is not the number 13 team in the country how they finished this year. They're not. They finished 11. They people oh, finished 11. God, argue with your mom. They're not. <laughs> Florida State would not have beat Washington. I'll put it like that. Florida State would not have beaten Penn State. Put it like that. Florida State would not have beaten uh, – who else would they not have beaten that was up there? Florida State would not have beaten Utah. So – there's that. Yeah. Argue, argue with your mom, but it just it's not going to happen. You don't beat Florida by one point, and you don't go and win the cheese at Bowl against a lower-than-average Oklahoma team by three points with – I'm sorry. It's just, sorry. I, I agree. I agree. I think Florida State fans are a little too high because they yeah. won the cheese at Bowl. But you've got a reason to be because you've yeah. got a lot of guys returning. You've got Jaheim Bell coming. Yeah. Things the, are going the, – the, the Things are going in the right direction. But you've got a long way to go still. Like, you guys, you yes. weren't even in a New Year's Six Bowl this year, and you're going to go from the Cheez-It Bowl to the Final Four? Florida if State. If you do it, a round of applause. But but let's calm down first. Yes. Let's get a few games under your belt next season before Florida you get State, too happy. Florida State is at least four years away from even being talked about for the college football playoff. Because, uh, yeah, they are. Because I do not see Florida State – Winning the ACC, they will go. They will have a good. They'll be okay. They'll you know go. They may have two or three losses, but they're. But let's think about it. At best, they're going to have an Alabama type season this year, where they slip up against a couple teams that they should not have done, and it penalizes them in the end because other teams in college football are starting to you know implement themselves into this you know every year playoff picture like Ohio State and Michigan. We saw Ohio State ain't got to play in their conference game. Mm-hmm. Or they ain't got to win their conference game to get into the playoff. Because what Ohio State did to Georgia this year, only losing by one point, God, that's going to be in the back of the CFP's mind like it ain't nothing. After TCU got destroyed, I promise you, the college football playoff committee is not looking at the Big 12 and is not looking at the ACC to try and, you know, I think they got it right this year, and we're going to talk about that later. And we're going to talk about how, what we think about next season also, so I'm going to save some of my thoughts on that. The next game I want to talk about is the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl, Syracuse and Minnesota. I don't really have much to talk about here. Syracuse is inconsistent this yeah. year. Minnesota's inconsistent. This was just a game on who would actually show up and wake up. So uh, There's not much to talk about. Good job, Minnesota. Uh, row the boat. Row the Rashad boat. Bateman, yeah. shout out. Um, I picked Minnesota solely because of that. So, mm-hmm. But... The next game is a great game to talk about. Michael Penix Jr. and the Washington Huskies deserve a shot if they keep playing how they play. I think he's returning. If he if they play like this, they got a shot next year. And we'll talk about next year later in another episode. But Washington takes care of Texas. Horns down forever and always. Washington, Go Huskies. Look, Texas played a good game. Quinn Ewers came out and threw for 369. Quinn Ewers – 
great quarterback. Texas, great team. In my opinion, Bijan Robinson is the second best player in college football behind Brock Bowers. I agree. Um, Bijan Robinson. I, I was not alive for the 1980 Herschel Walker years, but the fact that B. John Robinson was getting compared to that and Herschel Walker is known as the best college football player of all time has to mean something. So mm-hmm. Texas, good football team. But like you said, Washington, I've been a Washington rider all single uh, – I'm <laughs> sorry, not all single, all year long. JC's over here. Make, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Michael Penix. Best left-handed quarterback in college football. There's not a lot of them. Yeah, I was about to say, there's say not that. many. <laughs> that's why I can say that. But he is an outstanding quarterback, okay? And Washington came out of kind of nowhere, and they came and they showed that they are worth the hype. Washington beat five ranked teams this year. Mm-hmm. And Something like that. I've been begging for them to be a top ten team because they finished. They, they finished this year. They have mm-hmm. shown up and they finished this year. So do not be surprised if Washington sneaks up and is your Pac-12 champion next year. Washington finished number eight. So Good for them. Got my wish, right? Yeah. Um, Should have. Uh, Pac-12 champion. Oh. You heard it. Bo Nix and Oregon. We're going to talk about it next year, so you I'm going to save it. all that stuff for next for another. Oregon's another, cursed. <laughs> next episode. <laughs> But our next game, Maryland, NC State, nothing really to talk Talia about here. Tungvaloa, bro. Been ho- not great his whole time at Maryland. But, I and the Dukes made it Yeah, I'm glad you watched this game because I didn't. Well, I, yeah, I didn't. Oh, no, I just saw stats. I, didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> I did not I did, the channel to watch I this. I did tune in in the fourth quarter because, like I said, this is the NC State team who, you know, was one of those ACC slip-up teams this year where just kind of kind of snuck up and bit you in the ass. But, um, <laughs> yeah, one thing I'm – the next game I will say – it's probably more embarrassing that I watched the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, but I did watch that game. But hey, think of a game. Pitt beat UCLA by two points. Desmond Howard's Final Four team. Yeah, he's in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. I think I remember saying they're great on the podcast when we recorded it. They're great. But Pitt did take care of business. I guess Desmond Howard. I picked Pitt. Yeah. Look, I, who do you know there? Hmm? Who do you know there? Yeah. Oh, I don't know anybody. Aaron Donald went to Pitt. Huh? Aaron Donald. Donald Wait, pit. I know. Actually, I, let me Russell think. Russell Westbrook went to UCLA. So that's enough to not pick. <laughs> yeah. so, wait, yeah. let me think. I know somebody else that played at Pitt. Oh, he's going to find somebody. Oh, let me think. Let me think. They had the best long snapper in America <laughs> last year, Caladontis. Uh, that's just me, though, because I was a long snapper, but I'm a nerd. But Pitt. Pitt had. Pitt's volleyball team was in the Final oh, Four. That's why I picked them. Because oh, Pitt's gosh. volleyball team was in the Final Four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guess you who? Texas, too. Guess who wasn't? UCLA. Oh, my gosh. Look, because, look, they played, like, a, a week before them. And so I was like, oh, Pitt just won. <laughs> Let me go ahead and pick Pitt. Anyways, <laughs> I was like, Desmond Howard can't be that big of an idiot. I mean, he's an idiot. Oh, I mean, you'd be surprised. Get him off. But I was, like, I was like, bro has to, you know, get something right. So, I don't hey, know. Hey, I think you were at this next game. Yes, the, sir, I was. The Gator Bowl. I was. And I, uh, it was actually a good game. I got, what was the atmosphere like? The Notre atmosphere South Carolina. was, let me tell you something. South Carolina traveled. Notre Dame, South. I'd, I'd be willing but to South say. But South Carolina hadn't had anything to travel for for the past 10 years. Exactly, and it was a two-hour drive. Beaver ball. It was, a, it was a two-hour drive for South Carolina fans. Let's be real for a second. Um, but South Carolina, I think they outweighed the fans. I mean, it, was I mean, it, was like a, it was like a 70 to 30 thing. But Notre Dame, I sat on the South Carolina side, Jesus. obviously. Go SEC. But I picked Notre Dame to win this game because. And they did. And they did. 
But like you want you want you want to know the atmosphere, listeners. The next day, I had to wake up and go to the Peach Bowl. Okay, but I went to this game, and I got so deathly sick. I I don't know if I've ever seen any dirtier fans at a football game in my life. Not only was the stadium dirty, but I'm sorry, but those South Carolina hey, fans. Yeah, those, those, I'm sorry about the Jaguars, but that's the nastiest stadium well, I've ever been in. I mean, that, I want to go. That is where Ebola started. It, oh my God, but. It's it's a disgusting. <laughs> that's where Ebola started. It's, it's a disgusting. <laughs> it's a disgusting stadium. Let me tell you, I went to the bathroom, and let me tell you all about my there's little story in the bathroom. Yeah, there's your mistake right there. I went to the bathroom, and not only is there a line to get into the bathroom, but once you get into there's the bathroom, there's a line at the men's bathroom. Yeah, but once you get into the bathroom, like there was two stalls and twenty five urinals just lined up on the wall. Now I don't know if you listeners have ever been in a men's bathroom before, but usually. They got dividers in between the urinals. <laughs> That's and this, in this bathroom, there wasn't a single divider. <laughs> I'm talking about that. You, you had to look up at the ceiling so that you didn't see what you didn't want to see. You had to look up at your ceiling and hope you aimed and made it into the urinal. That's all I'm going to say. And look, there wasn't no dividers. So you had Billy Joe's piss right beside you spraying out on you. <laughs> it was, let me tell you, it was the nastiest environment. And so once was, you got, there's where you got sick right once there. Once you get into the bathroom, though, there was a line at every urinal. It was like it was like Walmart cash registers. There was a line at every single last one of them, bro. And I'm talking about the, the piss. Oh, man. You could just hear the piss rattling. All right, all right. This is TMI, TMI. So, oh, to, to finish my story, my journey at TIAA Bank. <laughs> Where the Ebola started. I got home that night, and I swear I got so sick. That was the sickest I've probably ever been in my life. And I... uh I managed to take a bunch of drugs and make it up for the Peach Bowl, but I was on my deathbed <laughs> because of that nasty behind stadium and these nasty behind South Carolina fans that smelt like must and potato salad. Like it was, it was bad. I have a worse bathroom story at a college football event. Oh my god! Yeah, I was talking about how I'm an Auburn fan. This made me want to not be an Auburn fan. The bathrooms in the Auburn Stadium, the guys' bathroom is just like a big trough. And this guy standing on it. It was so bad. I walked out. I walked out. I'll hold it. I will hold it. I'm not doing this. Well, look, I had already waited in line, and I did not know these bathrooms didn't have no damn doors. Like, I, no dividers or no nothing. Like, you can you can figure out yourself, but just know you, you had to look. You up, got Ebola. You had to look up at the ceiling, or you were going to have things look at you first. Because they were this, out. this is a perfect story to lead into our next next game because the Barstool Sports, pretty much, if you follow them on Instagram, is pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Great account. Bar, but this they had their own TV thing. Like, this wasn't even on like on ESPN. So um, a good game, I guess. I couldn't watch it. It was on Barstool. But yeah. 30 well, to 17 Ohio Bobcats. It wasn't one of our bowls. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. yeah we, Sorry, picked it. we picked all of them. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but I did pick Ohio because there was a point guard that played Ohio last year that's really good. And he was like a great story. So I think I picked Wyoming because of Josh Allen. Yeah. Well, I did not pick Wyoming because the only thing that's in Wyoming is grass. I think I did too. And grass. And the occasional Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah. The occasional. But Ohio has like you know LeBron James and Ohio. Ohio has all the memes like Ohio like. <laughs> so like Ohio State, to, but uh, had to be winners for something because uh, nothing else came winning from there. Oh, I left. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The Cavaliers are doing good, anyways. <clears throat> but the next game, we're finally getting into true Orange Bowl. Yes, we're finally getting into the good games. Our first New Year's Six game, the truest Orange Bowl you'll ever, ever. get. 
there's like every shade of orange you're looking for. Number six, Tennessee, and Joe Milton take care of Clemson. Back The battle of the backup quarterbacks. Volunteers are going to be hard to beat again next year. The Rocky Top did not flop. Hendon Hooker For the first out. time? No, I'm just kidding. Hendon Hooker being out didn't mean a thing. Joe Milton III comes in. He shows that he is not going to – he is not going to necessarily struggle next year in the conference. I think he is an SEC-ready quarterback. I think he is the type of quarterback that Tennessee needs after losing a lot of their receiver talent because he is such a dual-threat quarterback. He can create on his feet, but he's also got a freaking cannon. So, Joe Who's Milton, he going to throw to, though? Well, we hope they get in some guys. But after no, a we don't. season – Not as a Georgia fan, I don't. Oh, no, I want him because we play him at Rocky Top next year – and I want to beat them in Rocky Top because that was the only reason. That's the only reason that we beat them this year is because we played them in, 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 in Athens. <laughs> in Athens. So next year we're gonna go in to Rocky Top. I and definitely pick, beat them. I definitely picked Tennessee because Tyree West gave me CTE yes. nearly every day at football practice. So easiest pick. Yeah, yeah I, I picked. I picked Tennessee. I did sure. too. Because yeah. I've been saying all year that Clemson is a fraud. Yeah. Fraud. Yeah. They are. Speaking of frauds. Um, Iowa and Kentucky play each other for back-to-back years. Man, what the heck? Kentucky didn't even score. This was the weirdest bowl game of the year. The weirdest because Iowa, who has the worst offense in the country. they have Will the Levis didn't play. Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. Iowa has the worst offense in the country, but Iowa has the second-best defense in the country. And Kentucky scored zero points. None. Nada. I think they were the only team this bowl season to score zero points. Yeah, you want to talk about somebody that did score some points, though? How about the Alabama Crimson Tide reminding you they're the Alabama Crimson Tide? <laughs> um, outside 40, of the, 45 to 20? Outside of the first eight minutes because oh, Kansas yeah. State yeah. came it was, out. It was a scare for a little bit. Kansas State came out 10-zip with, a, what's his face, little Deuce Vaughn. And bro, he's a, he's a menace. He's a dog. I like him. The next game, uh, the day after New Year's, when did Mike Leach pass? He didn't coach this game, did he? Mm-mm. He did not. I didn't think so. But they did play it for him. Yes. And Mississippi State won 19-10 against Illinois. Yes. With the delay of game on the first play, they got declined to the come from behind win in the end. And then the, the Viking flag – not the Viking yeah, the pirate flag on yeah. the side of the helmet. This game I kind of expected to go this way. Yeah. Uh, Mississippi State, they, they're a good offensive team. And that's why they obviously put up more points at Illinois. But it took them till the last, like, play of the game to do it. But Illinois – has been a hard-nosed team all year, but, I mean, they're not. Mississippi State had so much more to play for. Yeah. That's all it came down to. Yep. The cheese at Citrus Bowl, there's nothing to talk God about here. God almighty. 63-7 to was just a preview of what the national title would God. look like. Um, the cheese at Citrus Bowl, I mean, I'm, there's nothing to talk about. LSU just complete domination. There's I nothing to say. I, I don't even. You can't say anything. Like, bro, well, this game was just. It was like these stats don't even line up with the game. Like if you're trying to tell me the leading passer threw for 173 yards and the leading rusher only ran for 67, and LSU somehow put up 63 points, like turnovers. I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't. I mean, there's nothing to be. say. I don't know what. You... I, I don't know. I'm, eat some cheeses. I'm I'm the cheesiest of them all. Like, <laughs> I'm going to save the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic because what a game it was. Oh my the God. Rose Bowl, Penn State took care of Utah. We, I've been, we had been saying all year Penn State was a top-ten yep. football team. They just proved it. Yep. Well, here's the thing about this game. 
a big takeaway from this game is that the score, the game was much worse than the score lets on. It was literally so similar to Georgia-Tennessee because Penn State had Utah completely, you know, hunkered down into a turtle shell. Penn State controlled this game from start to finish. Utah could not do a thing. And Penn State came out, and they took care of business. And they traveled, and their fans traveled well. And they went out to California, and they handled business. Like I said, the score is not indicative of how the game actually went. The game felt like it was 30-0. to zero. Mm-hmm. Cam Rising at 95 yards. Yeah. I'm telling you. They, Shut down. They choked. Penn State choked Utah. Well, we've been saying that Penn State was a good football team all year. So, yeah. this is – I mean, no surprise. That Penn State should have beaten Ohio State. But our final bowl game of this episode, because the next episode is going to be strictly the college football playoffs. My second favorite bowl game of the year. The Green Wave make history and defeat Caleb William and the Heisman. I think we should do a Heisman revote. I think it could go to Stetson Bennett. But say what you want to say. The Green Wave set history. I would have been fine with it even going to C.J. Stroud after watching Caleb Williams perform. Look, Caleb Williams threw for 462, but it seemed like every time I saw Caleb Williams, he was crying and pouting on the sideline because Willie Fritz and those two-lane boys walked in and beat that booty. Listen, a few takeaways from this game. Tulane scored 18 points in the last four minutes. That was – it was insane. I, JC, I know you weren't watching the game, I think, because I was sitting there blowing up y'all's phone because I would, could not believe it. The safety was but huge. they freaking – they punt the ball, okay? USC dude drops it on the one-yard line, okay? USC runs a draw up the middle, gets stopped exactly where they are. The next play, Tulane gets them for a safety. Then wow. they get the ball back. And let me, let me just reiterate something. Tulane's quarterback was – Shut down in the passing game. Brother barely had 100 passing yards. He, I think he threw like nine for 30 or something wild. He oh, my threw, gosh. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. He had a horrid passing game. But here's at the thing USC, about Tulane. You said at USC? Mm-hmm. He, had 100, he had a 234. Tulane quarterback. Oh, two yeah, Tulane quarterback. Yeah, Michael Pratt. Up, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Up until like – that the last four minutes. Oh yeah. Up until the oh, last okay. four minutes, dude. Dude was like ten for thirty or whatever. It felt like he like they couldn't get anything going. But let me tell you something. Tajay Spears, mm-hmm. Tulane. The reporters said that he may be the best college football player that nobody knows. I heard about him, but I didn't know he was him. This man ran for over two hundred yards. He walked over USC. They won. He he just he had one of the best bowl performances I've ever seen. This dude is a sixteen hundred yard rusher on the season. Had four rushing touchdowns against USC. Averaged twelve yards a carry. They they had no answer for him. They had no answer for him. This is a five ten kid, less than two hundred pounds, and he dominated USC. And he how about was, the Green Wave, man? Yeah. Tajay Spears always seems to round out the season pretty well. I mean, if you look back at 2021, the last game of the year for Tulane was Memphis when they were they were three and whatever they were two and whatever the record was. But he had 264 yards in week the last week of that season. He hadn't played much the year before or as a freshman, but he, and then he ended off with 205 this season. He's look, insane. Tajay Spears, 
We didn't know who you are, but we do now. Mm-hmm. Tremendous game. And shout out to the hot girl that they showed on TV from Tulane. Found you on TikTok, baby. <laughs> no way. Oh, my Lord. So, yeah. Now, I, I now he's going to be picking Tulane and everybody. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Tulane. I can't imagine what New Orleans was doing Dude, after that game. Dude, it was crazy. I bet it was crazy. I've been like, to Tulane's campus, and it's there. It is – like two, pretty, but it is party. New Orleans is already crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I look. They might have saw. They might have saw more body parts than I did in that bathroom and after you think, that game. You think they had to throw beach for it? Nah, I don't know. They may have. I don't know. I bet they didn't. I bet it was free. Hmm. Yep. Well, sorry, we have some background noise. I don't know <laughs> what it is, but um, it ain't us. Oh. We're good. We're good. Well, don't edit that out. That's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like some cats or something, but it's actually people. Our um, our final bowl game before we get into the college football playoff. That was it, guys. College football season's over. I feel like we just started. But what a fantastic season! A, a great year, and I'm glad we started fantastic this when we started season. it. We'll be able to be a week one to week the national championship next year. Um, so it's it's only gonna get better for us. I'm glad oh, we yeah. did this. Week but, one, we're in their summer. We're in their summer training. We're in their G day. Yeah, we're, we're in there in the spring, baby. Yeah, we're 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 all all for next year. A great year though, guys. But um, a good bowl season too. I think one of the best to way to round out the season yes. was this year. Yes, and before we let you go for this episode, y'all. Like I said, we got a, at least one more college football episode coming. So this ain't it. Like I said, we have not even gone over the playoffs. So this was just a little quick recap of all the other bowl games. But um, you know, we about to we about to let y'all hear about the playoffs. So um, listen to this. You know, make it all the way through like you've done so far, and yeah. then tune in for the next one. Yep. All you gotta do is hit the next button, and then there we are again. We're gonna have another college football episode for you. The playoffs. Everyone's been listening and waiting to hear, I'm sure, what our thoughts are, what we think about it. We're about to dive right into it. We got some hot takes. Are you ready to argue? This podcast is called Let's Argue, and you're going to have to argue with the phone because we ain't going to hear it. We finna let it know. (laughs) Yep. So hit the next button, and we'll see you on the other side.